Storm Bowling Products. The Bowler's Company presents the Storm Collegiate Spotlight with Steve Klimkin and Tim Berg. Storm's Executive Director of Marketing and Above180.com's Tim Berg are going to introduce a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now, here's Coach K and Tim Berg. Joining us on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight podcast is Kyle Kessler. Kyle bowled collegiately at Weber International. Kyle, it's Tim Berg and Coach K. Steve Klemkin here. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. It's a pleasure to be here. Kyle, your last year with Weber International was the 2017-2018 season. So you graduated from school and now we're in the workforce and bowling when you can is what it sounds like. So let's talk about the, what led you from Ohio down to Florida and ultimately why you chose Weber International. Well, um, my first my first year of college, I chose Wright State University um, in Dayton because it was a local college and it had a strong program, which it still does. Um, and after my first season there, you know, I just um, I actually crossed with Weber at sectionals, um, and their team, you know, was just amazing to watch. Um, and you know, I always have wanted to to take my game to the highest level. I understood that the Kegel Training Center is about as good a place on earth, you know, to do that um, as any. So. That's ultimately what led to me going to Weber, um, as well as them being a good business school because I'm a mar- I was a marketing major in college. So, um, you know, I sent in a application. Um, they had an application on their website to be part of the team. Dell gave me a call, and uh, I guess the rest was kind of history. So, looking back on your time there at Weber, just maybe I'm sure there was just countless things that you learned. But what do you take away as, as some of the maybe the biggest? Uh, differences or biggest lessons that you that you learned throughout your college career? Definitely, um, I would say the Weber program taught me a lot more about, you know, life than it did about bowling, really. Um, you know, I wasn't always on the varsity team there. Um, I was, you know, the majority of my career there, actually, I was on the B team, um, you know, and that just taught me a lot about what hard work and dedication can do. Um, you know, I took every time that I lost and, you know, the guys down there are really good. And, um, you know, I was, I've always been a competitive bowler, um, but, you know, I was used to winning in Dayton where I'm from. Um, and I went down there and, you know, a lot bigger pond and I got to, I got beat pretty badly for a couple of years, you know? And so instead of, you know, being, um, defeated by that, you know, ultimately I just used it as motivation to practice and improve my skills and came back and, you know, ultimately was able to, to finish on varsity, you know? And so that taught me a lot about, you know, just, the reaping the benefits of hard work and what dedication can do. Um, but definitely college bowling taught me a lot about um, transition and, and reading the lanes. That's um, something that I think, you know, Del Warren in particular is probably the best in the world at is just reading ball motion. And, you know, I really tried my best to learn everything I could from him in regards to that. Kyle, one thing I want to hit on is bowlers, when we go from high school to college, a lot of times in high school you might be the best bowler on your high school team, might be in the in the, the region that you're in, but you get to college and it's a little bit of a different story in some cases. You head to Wichita, you head to Nebraska, head to Weber, one of these big schools where there's a, a lot of great talent. And how do we not let that get in the way of us bowling and and making excuses for maybe not making the, the varsity team. Maybe we're on JV the first year. And how do we get over that mindset that we may be going from being the, you know, the big dog on campus to, to someone who's going to have to work really hard at their game? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and um, ultimately I think the best thing about bowling is that it's all about the numbers. 
You know what I mean? And if you put up the numbers to be on, you know, your varsity team, then your coach will select you to be. Um, you know, and the biggest takeaway I think that any competitive athlete can take, especially in the game of bowling, is that you're not bowling against the other people on the lane. You know what I mean? At Weber, it's very easy to get distracted when I'm bowling next to guys like, you know, Matt Russo and Ramon Hillfrank because they're shooting big numbers every game. You know what I mean? But ultimately, I am bowling the lane, and I have control over my shot making and, you know, the processes that I go through in order to score the best number that I can. You know, so I think the best thing to do is try to, you know, get as little emotion involved in the process as possible, you know, and just try to stay within yourself. I mean, obviously, I don't think you should be angry when you're bowling, but, um, you know, definitely – um, trying to balance the highs and the lows, you know, and just staying in the moment and staying committed to your process, whatever that is. You, you talked a little bit earlier about the transition of the lane a little bit. And, and what do you mean by that? And how do you, uh, what kind of advice do you see for, for you know, a lot of people um, maybe just kind of camp out in one part of the lane and use one particular ball and then uh, when they start missing, they think it's their release or they think it's them. What do you, what do you look for and, and how do you define sort of transition? What kind of strategies and tips do you have for handling that better? Um, you know, I think that ultimately you have to believe in whatever you're doing. Um, and I think that having good ball reaction is the best mental game. You know, if you have good ball reaction, then it's going to be pretty easy to make good shots. Um, if you're completely lost, you know, it's not always a bad idea to look and see what someone leading the term is doing and get an idea from their ball reaction is just something that you can do. Um, obviously, I think it's a good idea to, to practice and be as versatile as you can with your own hand positions. Um, you know what I mean? But I do think that, um, you know, that looking elsewhere, you know, at other people and seeing what they're doing with ball reaction is, is a good thing um, in certain scenarios. But as far as the lane transition in college goes, um, you know, you follow some teams that, you know, everybody plays the lanes in the same spot. And, you know, they're all throwing balls, new high-performance bowling balls of surface on them. Um, and then you can move to the next pair. And, you know, there's a team that had four people on it from a local community college or throwing plastic. Um, so it can get pretty crazy, you know what I mean? And that just makes you make decisions a lot quicker um, in collegiate bowling as opposed to, to other forms like amateur tournaments that I've experienced. So that's just something that's kind of unique to the college environment. It's definitely tricky, you know, and adds another, another element of difficulty. Kyle, you're a few years removed from college, so talk to that junior or senior who might still be in college, and they're wondering what they should do next. Should they rely on their education? Should they get a job in the workforce? Should they go on the PBA tour? What advice might you have for them as someone who's not too far removed from that same situation and, uh, and regarding bowling on either tour, men or women's? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm currently not on tour. Um, you know, I did inherit some student debt from Weber and I'm sure a lot of students find themselves in that same scenario. So, um, I am in the workforce. I work for state farm, um, and I'm working towards getting my own insurance agency. So ultimately my goal is to, to open my own business. And then when I make, you know, sustainable income off of that, then I can take a few months of the year off and go bowl some big events, um, and, you know, join the, join the tour down the road. So, you know, bowling is something that you can do for a very long time. Um, it's one of the best aspects about the sport, in my opinion. And, uh, you know, I just really want to, I want to be comfortable in my finances. You know, when I go out on tour, I don't want to be struggling for a paycheck, you know, and I, uh, I want my arm swing to be as free as possible. So, um, you know, my advice to anybody that's about to exit colleges, bowl on as much sport as you can. Um, I've kind of fallen victim to, to the house trap, if you will, of, uh, you know, bowling my couple leagues a week. Um, but from time to time, you know, I do get my dad to put 
a sport pattern down for me at the at the bowling alley and i find time to bowl some amateur tournaments i'm actually going to chicago to bowl a trios tournament this weekend so looking forward to that i'm not sure if all of our listeners would know or maybe some of them would know but you have a, a pretty in-depth and cool bowling vlog and uh, you know a couple <laughs> of things on here you've got some cool drills and tips and stuff like that what's your favorite drill um, my favorite drill is the drop shoulder drill. Whenever I'm like really out of rhythm, um, it's actually something that I'll, I'll go to um, in competition from time to time. It's something that Dell made us do at Weber um, was do the drop shoulder drill in competition just because it's a very good way to get your push away um, and your timing, timing um, in sync, I guess, um, and get your rhythm going when you get, you know, maybe – stressed out because of ball reaction or something like that at competition. So you actually don't look at your feet. You just start walking from off the back of the approach and then go into your full approach. So that's definitely a, it's a tricky drill when you first, uh, when you first try it, but it gets very comfortable and it's definitely something that I use a lot uh, to this day, but please go check out the bowling vlog. Um, I do post, you know, stuff time to time. I don't get to do it as often as I would like, um, but definitely more stuff coming soon with uh, Evan. I can have a few, few really exciting releases coming up, so I will definitely be doing some reviews on those. And I, I would like you to, um, to hit on what you talked about, people getting in that house trap, because I feel like that's something that is all too real for a lot of bowlers, unless you're bowling a lot of PBA events or a lot of um, you know, bowling the very competitive tournaments. But um, explain how you're able to, to get out of that and turn it on, turn it off sort of thing when you go and bowl these more competitive events versus your Tuesday or Thursday night leagues. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that, I mean, the house trap is very real. Um, and it's, it's very, you know, easy to get complacent trying to bowl 300 and 800 every week. Um, you know, but I definitely, you know, find it important to practice on things that are not house. Um, <laughs> the hardest thing for me is, you know, I graduated from Weber and for three years in a row, I barely bowled on house at all. And then I bowled house leagues and I would miss it right. And I would hit it, you know, cause that's the, the miss on a hard pattern. And I would go Brooklyn or I'd, you know, miss in and miss it with my hand and I would leave a two, eight, 10. So, um, you know, it's definitely an adjustment. It's actually an adjustment, you know, to try and strike on house as well. But, you know, my opinion is that a good bowler will, you know, score as well as they can on, you know, whatever condition they're bowling on. Um, you know, but you do just have to be aware of, of your, con- you know, the conditions that you're bowling on and not allow yourself to bowl strictly on one thing for too long. That is that is one of the the strangest things I tell you, and you know we just had uh, Pete Weber was here uh, in our office. We were shooting a couple videos and stuff with him, and and he talks about you know just when he is back home, when, and this has been the same throughout his career, and he's trying to keep up, you know, bowling in uh, in a league environment on a house shot, and he's just the middle of the pack, just in his little town, you know, in in this small center in St. Louis. You know, yet you go out on tour and, and he's one of the best on the planet. It's just the strangest thing, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, that's wild. You know, anybody anybody that knows anything about bowling would say that, you know, Pete Weber is one of the greatest of all time, one of my personal favorites. Um, you know, and it's interesting. My dad, uh, my dad Jerry, is absolutely unbelievable, um, you know, as far as honor scores go and, you know, bowling on house. But, you know, he doesn't really care to bowl on sport um, anymore anyways, you know, so – um, it's just, it's weird, you know, how certain people match up in certain environments and, you know, some don't in others and some are good everywhere. And, you know, it's just, uh, it's definitely one of the, the strange, but cool things about the game. 
Well, and on that same note, uh, Steve, I, I did a show. I talked with Shannon O'Keefe, a PWBA star, and, and she said kind of the same thing. She almost has like a house ball arsenal and a uh, you know PWBA arsenal because of all the over-under she runs yeah. into on the, on, those, on the house patterns that you don't see necessarily when you're bowling on the sport patterns because, you know, you would think that's just an easy transition for people, but it really isn't. Oh, I definitely have a house bag. Um, I have... I have three balls that, you know, I take with me to, to house league, you know, and then when I go to tournaments, depending on what I'm bowling on, you know, I pick six from the, you know, the, the other 15 or what have you in the, whatever I have in the back room. So it's definitely a, definitely a valid take. Uh, it's just, it's tough, man. Bowling on house is really hard when you get acclimated to bowling on sport because the middle of the lane is, has just so much oil in it and the outside of the lane is so dry. And for people, you know, that have, um, you know, matching speed and rev rate, that's not always the easiest thing. And final question I've got for you, Kyle, then what kind of, you know, recommendations do you have for the younger players who are, you know, they've seen the, the, the Webbers and the Wichita's and some of these other high profile teams and, you know, maybe aspired there, but trying to determine or, or figure out, you know, what kind of a, a school or program might be right for them. Do you have any, tips or advice as far as maybe getting noticed uh, while you're in high school or maybe, you know, trying to get your name out there a little bit? Yeah, most definitely. Um, I think that something that's worthwhile is to visit schools. You know, I've never heard of a coach denying anybody a visit, um, you know, your senior year of college just to go watch a team practice and maybe even practice with them, um, check out the facility and check out the school. Something that's obviously hugely important is your major and, you know, knowing what you want to study because that's going to determine where you can go. Um, you know, Weber historically has trouble fielding um, a lot of players for the women's team because we don't offer nursing. You know what I mean? Um, so mm-hmm. definitely there are factors that can contribute to you not going to certain schools as opposed to others, um, you know, just from an education, because that's obviously the most important thing that you're going to school for. Um, but my biggest bit of advice would be, you know, to bowl all the tournaments that you can um, and talk to as many coaches as you can, you know, because that's going to be you know your person at that school, you know, so you want to make sure that you gel with the coach and you believe in their philosophies. And, um, you know, ultimately that's going to make it that much easier to, you know, to believe in them in the heat of the moment, you know, to do the right thing for you and the team. So uh, talk to some coaches, um, you know, send them some video and ball the tournaments that you can. Well, on that note, Kyle Kessler, it's been great catching up with you. Kyle bowled collegiately at Weber International and um, and uh, we thought it would be great to bring you on, Kyle, and I appreciate you reaching out. You reached out to us on uh, on our Instagram f- uh, feed and page and such and sent a message about the podcast saying how you like it, which is always a good way to get noticed. And if anyone else out there, you know, that's a, me and Steve, we always like chatting with bowlers, coaches, players, anyone who's involved in collegiate bowling. So anyone else out there, those are always good ways to reach us as well. And you never know, you might end up on the show as well. So Kyle, thank you for being here today and all the best of luck. It sounds like, uh, sounds like you got your, your things in order as far as how you're going to do things, you know, because I know there's, there's some people out there. And like you said, your arm, you know, I've talked to a lot of bowlers and Steve, you can probably say the same. You talk, the guys who have the loosest arm swings are the ones who aren't out there, you know, uh, really, really worrying about where the rent money's coming from if they don't make a cut this week. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, hopefully here within a year, two years, three years, you guys will see me out there bowling some, uh, some bigger events. That's definitely the long-term goal. But, um, you know, right now I'm worried about uh, opening my own agency and, and I'm bowling the local stuff as much as I can. So I appreciate you guys having me on. I'm a big fan. Um, and uh, definitely, 
definitely check out uh, my bowling vlog as well as the other episodes of the podcast.